Downtown Detroit recording live. Prepare yourself for a hoppy drive. If you're chilling at home, pop that crowler and just kick back for the next two hours. It's the end of the week, so here's to the weekend. It's Better on Draft with Rob, Matt, Nick, and Ken. We are live, episode 146, Better on Draft podcast. My name is Ken. And do you ever get that new studio feel, like that new studio smell, kind of like a new car? Because we are live in Music Town, Detroit. Our first episode here, live. Our first official episode. Official episode, our first, first. Angela-less episode. This oh. is, now that's sad. R.I.P. I'd pour some out. I'd pour some out, but it looks like they have nice hardwood. Yeah, even even our guest is disappointed. I've I, I actually had a few people like message me like you know hey is Angela really gone for sure? I'm like yeah. Did we get any applicants really? wanted to join? Uh, we us? we have really we have gotten applicants. We, have, we got appli- We got people applying to be the new Angela. Yes, to be the new Angela. Are they girls? Uh, no. <laughs> hey, relax there. You're about to get married. <laughs> Ooh, she's she's on vacation right now. She's yeah, not listening. Yeah, she ain't she doesn't listen anyway. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't listen to the show <laughs> right. at all. Right. So as we are live, the new Angela is actually. I am going to drink my first drink. I'm drinking from Detroit City Distillery, their vodka and some Sprite Zero. Still doing that keto, still rocking it, but of course I'm going to be drinking some beer today. Nick, what's going on? How's it going, man? What are you drinking over there? Uh, I'm starting with a McKellar Windy Hills, their New England IPA. And then we got a little bit of something from our guests from Liberty Street. Yeah, I know. I'm not used to this yet. Uh, From Liberty Street, their Pooh Beer. Is that what that is? Yeah, Pooh Beer, honey. Porter. I think we. Ha- I think when you joined us last time, you, you brought this in. Yeah, I'm sorry to double up on it like I, that. No, oh man, no, don't apologize. Not a problem at all. Well, Nick's enjoying it. Rob, what's going on? Oh, uh, you know, just you know, in trying to enjoy the finer things in life, is you know, life tends to hit you head on. Well, what's and, the finer thing in your glass? Uh, the finer thing in my glass. Well, I, I've already kind of like gone through three different beers now between uh, the likes of Latitude 42's uh, South Pacific Breakfast Porter. Uh, shout out to shout out to Chris Christopher Reynolds for for uh, you know hitting up with that. Uh, had some Boss Tweed and now having the uh, the Pooh beer from Liberty Street and the, the new Boss thoroughly Street. enjoying it as I as I did the last time before. And we'll definitely be talking about Old Nation a little bit later during segment two. Rob, oh. Rob, Matt, Rob Matt, Matthew, Matt, Rob, Rob Matt, Matt, Rob, Matt, Matt, hey Matt. Wow, that's that's kind of racist. <laughs> Uh, uh, how are you doing, I'm sir? I'm working yourself. I'm good. I'm, I'm wearing good. a suit. I always feel good when I'm wearing a suit. You always feel good when you're wearing... You know what? I, I understand that. I it's Well, I'm always in a polo. And I feel like so. I'm so money, I don't even know it. Do you draw money, though? Like, is that is that what you do? Is you draw money? No, I you, make money. You make money. I make money. You make it right. Not fake money. Not fake money. To take money. Gotcha. Gotta rake money. I was I was wondering where you were going with <laughs> that. I have no idea. I think I just... I MGK'd that one. Oh. R.I.P. MGK for right. sure. Yeah. Too soon. Um, so before we introduce our guest... By Matt, the way, I'm drinking the old oh, yeah, the New England IPA from our friends at Liberty Street. And what was uh, that called, Joe? Soul Geometry. Soul Geometry. Is there, there a... An idea behind that name, Soul Geometry, because that's neither. <laughs> this New was uh, my my former brewer Eddie, who just left us to go to the Strand uh, over by Sister Lakes. Uh, it was a name he came up with, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm not familiar with the music, but I guess it's some hip hop lyric, lyric. So the Strand is finally starting to brew. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Eddie Hangish, my uh, my former uh, head brewer, he's over there doing a great job. He's he was great for us. Awesome. So, Matt's idea last week, before we get into our interview, was to, because there's, the, the four of us in the studio, we actually 
created a fantasy football league. Well, we've been in it for a little bit. This is Matt's first year. And he's like, you know what? With the French press, let's have the winner, so the most points for the week, choose for the loser what they're going to French press and drink. So Nick was the winner and Matt was the loser. Yeah, and go figure that I had the most points and I still lost my matchup this week. That's the worst. He had 97.7 points. I know. I think it was like the point of margin was like less than a point. Yeah, I had the same thing because I I lost by .9. But thanks to AJ Green last night. Oh, yeah, I've, got, oh I've got AJ man. in another league. So, so, so I've actually asked Ken to help me on this one because the last thirty-six hours have been absolute bonkers for me. So, wow. um, pour much. We're pouring Founders All Day IPA Ooh. into the and, French press in one of those from one of those stovepipe cans. The stovepipe cans. I mean, yeah. yep. Oh, what a. What did my so, mouth get myself so, into? So, Matt, <laughs> do you have an idea as to what this possibly could be? Because I don't know what this is. So, I, I don't have an idea, and I'm sure I'm screwing up the, the audio here because I also am getting adjusted. Um, I want to <laughs> oh. think it's going to be something sweet. Am Very I, sweet. Uh, is it going to be like Pixie Sticks or Pop Rocks or something? No, I wasn't going to go with that. <laughs> like, I got it at Whole Foods. So, I don't okay, think they sell Pixie I don't shop it. I feel like it, you can still get Skittles. They're organic. And uh, organic Skittles? Did you just give me like <laughs> Crack <laughs> Rock? <laughs> like organic Detroit Crack Rock? What is that? I got you some pitted prunes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. If, can I have one without the French oh, press? Of course you can. And then I'll also try it with the French press to see. So I don't know what a pitted prune. Really I don't know if I've ever eaten a pitted prune. So pitted prunes with founders. We still have uh, some of the beer left if you want. All day yeah. IPA. Cool. Tastes like raisins. I like these. I'm good. But how's it going to be with the beer? I don't know. We'll find out yeah. during uh, the beginning of segment two. Yeah. So all right, we're dropping the prunes in there. Oh gosh. Oh man. So man. you let them steep that, I see. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just want to say, Ken, I'm disappointed in you. Why? I would have done such a, something so much more evil. I know you would have, but it's week one, and we don't want to. Oh, know, so we want to build up to it. Yeah, we want right. to get to. We need to get to week seventeen, and, and that's where we start pulling out all the stops. Right. I well, mean, we've only got to week fourteen, right, or fifteen? Well, right now the the, the prunes are actually making all day IPA a little more pruny. I actually think color. you're gonna. I think you're gonna better the all day IPA. I might be wrong here, but I think it's gonna be better. I just I just feel like just I for the record, we we don't go fear factor into this. And as oh. we step up, we Joe Rogan, I smoke rocks. Right. We don't go into any <laughs> Joe Rogan territory. And, you know, we, we stay with things that are generally edible. So not like bull testicles. Exactly. Let, let's not let's not let go into some some, some boiled bull testicles. Let's just, so what about the wow. pride? What if they're fried? Yeah. yeah. Oh, chitterlings. I'm just saying. Oh, I mean, we are, no, there, no. there is a kitchen here. I'm sure we could figure something out. I was going to say, yeah, out. we are right above Hockey Town Cafe. Can we just go order chicken tenders and ranch and put it into like a... Chicken tenders and ranch. <laughs> so, Joe, yes. welcome to the show. This is Thank your second you. time with us, correct? Yes, yeah. Welcome back. A lot welcome has changed. Long time in the last. Yes, you yes. do. You <laughs> yell at us when we forget, not forget your brewery. But... Oh, you guys, I, I keep my mouth shut more than you know. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, about all kinds of things, I'm just oh. saying. Like, oh, are we that bad? No, no, it's just uh, you guys know you get the information you get. I mean, some things that happen in the industry, I I might have heard a little more firsthand stuff. Fair. Some some Fair things, enough. I'm just saying, when things are brought up, I, uh, I always like, well, that's not exactly how it went, but... Well, well we do. the only information we get is what we can find online and what's given to us. So. Sure, I know. I, I, I mean, if you want to be our anonymous, uh, you know, I could do that. Anonymous information. Scoop. Yeah, I could do that. We yeah. are on Facebook Live. You can always like message us in and correct us. 
Yeah, well, he's probably that's a good reworking. Better on draft. I'm yeah. usually almost ready for bed at this point. So about eight thirty, eight thirty Friday nights. So he's, yeah. he's gonna be up his past his bedtime. Yeah, saying. I'm getting uh, old. Well, it's a quick drive right to ninety six. Sure, it, it is close. You're right. True, true. So what's gone on over at Liberty Street since you last were with us? And I think we were still at the Ferndale studio. We, no. Yes. Or, no. Or was no, it? we're at Royal Oak. Was yeah, it in the Royal, Royal Oak studio? Oak, yeah. Okay, yep. so it was at the Royal Oak studio. So what's happened over at uh, Liberty uh, Liberty Street? Um, a lot has happened. It's probably been I don't know, a couple of years, I guess. But um, we were, at that time, we were still trying. I think I probably even mentioned how tough it was doing distribution. Yes. Small package. and. Mm-hmm. How crowded, even at that point a few years ago, uh, of uh, what was happening in the market. So um, since then, my uh, main business partner and I, we uh, decided to finally uh, stop distribution, Mm -hmm. stop small package production, and basically just pull back into our original pub in Plymouth. And uh, it it had been working and successful since day one, almost 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's just stop doing the thing that's not working, ultimately. Um, Unfortunately, you know, we've had uh, immediately put a lot of expense into that right off the bat. Uh, You know, five-year lease on a building, so you're stuck there already. Uh, But then, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for equipment loans. So um, there was a lot of stuff we had to figure out to be able to back out of it. Right. So um, the the toughest one we were thinking was going to be the – getting out of uh, the contract with our distributor, Imperial Beverage. You know, we went into it knowing mm-hmm. um, the, the saying in the industry that is that it's easier to get a, a divorce from your wife than it is to <laughs> cut a contract with a distributor. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, you can buy out the distributor just like you would buy out your wife in a, in a divorce. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> right, right. We know it, we're speaking it, from experience, right, Ken? Well, I, I, I did not have a buyout or anything like that for I my know, divorce, I thankfully. Know. But I pulled the yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you broke off a distribution. <laughs> no, no, okay. no. Okay. I, now I get it. Wait, are you like in charge of a brewery that we aren't aware about? Uh, yes, I actually <laughs> okay. own Part of Anheuser-Busch. Brown. I'm actually Augustus <laughs> Bush the sixth. Nobody knows oh, it, though. Ooh, you know, yeah, I thought that was suit. a nice French press. <laughs> it looked like a good quality one. No, we, um, <clears throat> but we did have to drop that off first, and um, we were able to do it basically because we told them, hey, we sold our production equipment. Mm-hmm. We're shutting down our packaging plant. We really have nothing for you. Please release us. And Grafe, I'm so grateful that they did without mm-hmm. any issues i mean uh, a couple agreements to uh we can no longer we can't go with anybody else yeah so you have a, uh, a non-compete so, basically which is fine you, not, that's something you can live with that is one of the bigger mistakes i've learned from in my life was mm. was to you know lock down like that and sure mm-hmm. you know you expect them with their hundred plus and and i'm not saying against that particular distributor all of them you expect them with the amount of people that they have on the on the ground yep. that they'll go out and actually push for your brand, but that's not what they're going to do. So, and and I I know I mentioned that last time they go in, they take orders, they don't necessarily push the brands that are in their yeah, in I, their book. They don't have to. So I don't know if Imperial does does it, but I remember when I sold beer on premise, I had an entire portfolio, and I treated my macro loggers 
as and I pushed them no less than I pushed my or no more rather than I pushed my micros. Now, I didn't work for you know a small. I don't want to call Imperia a small house, whatnot, but you know when I'm going after a brewery or um, an establishment, we right. want to find out what they have on tap mm-hmm. and what gaps they have, sure, and what their clientele is looking for, and if. Eagle IPA is what they're needing, or um, you know any of your other fantastic beers. I, I still thought your raspberry wheat is one of my favorites. Wow, you know, that's going way back. But like, <laughs> if I'm going after, especially so. I mean, I used to work for another distributor, but my my first goal was to find the lowest hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. To be honest, ninety percent of the times it was crankers, because crankers would just sit there on the shelf. It wouldn't do a whole lot, and after that, it'd be like shock top or something that was just low-end craft where you could put something higher end on that ask for another dollar per pint keep it local so i'm actually kind of disheartened to find out that these michigan only or craft only places aren't taking care of their their craft you know well, imperial they're, 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 they're customers right? essentially uh no imperial I, I believe they have uh molson or labat one of the canadian brands as well, well. No, they're I, not craft I, only but i think the only true craft only i think fabiano is craft only aren't they and m4cic yep uh, i know m4 definitely m4 for sure yeah. fabiano though well, molson is budweiser macomb and labat is tri-county macomb and molson is miller in oakland and Tri County is Labatt in Oakland, so it must have just been a Wayne County thing then. Well, uh, Imperial statewide, so I mean, no, I just know that I've seen the brand in the warehouse. Sure, that kind of a thing. Mm. So, um, are you going to be able to self distribute? Are you going? Absolutely. We actually, uh, for the first time ever, we actually made a little bit of money on a beer festival for the summer beer festival. So the one in Ipsy. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Because you know, uh, numbers are. Well, I'll just actually they're pretty damn close to accurate. If I sell a keg for a hundred bucks a half barrel to the distributor, they sell it to the retailer or bar restaurant for hundred fifty. They like to call it a third, I call it fifty percent. So mm-hmm. um, you See, know, I'm, now I get that profit. So I've always wondered, ah. do you when you tip, like do you consider the amount of the bill and then do you can like so say you go to a restaurant, I mean, I'm speaking facetiously. But in certain things, is a fifty percent increase if you put ten dollars on something and then call it fifteen, or is it? That's a fifty percent tip. Yeah, or do you work it the other way back because then it's only a third? Well, I think you're. These are. I don't. I don't know. I understand what you're saying, and I'm trying to think like how I would logically consider that now that you're making me question myself. But I, I personally would consider that a fifty percent tip because I like because I you know. Not to, I don't want to be that guy, but I, I tip. I'm sure both of you or all you guys do, twenty percent. But I tip twenty percent of the bill. You know, right? So yeah, that's what the I. The bill is twenty percent. I typically go four bucks, or you know, exactly. I round up. So if it's twenty dollars and five cents, I call it four ninety five. You just call it twenty five. Yeah, to the twenty percent to the dollar. But it's not necessarily. That's not twenty percent of the total check. Then it's only like seventeen and a half. Yeah, but I think they I think they consider the bill its own entity separate than what the the closed check is. Okay. Like the bill is one price, the closed check is another price. So, do you consider how often a waiter or waitress comes to your table in the amount in which you tip or is it just a flat 20 Absolutely or not. it's better or worse? Well, see here. So, I try to do a minimum minimum 15% 
I've been getting a little bit better by going to 18. If she's coming on, making sure that my drinks are filled. She's coming on to you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Making sure that my drinks are filled, checking in on us, you know, then obviously that's going to go 20%, sometimes a little bit more. Right. Typically 20%. I think twenty um, percent is just so easy. You, you take half and you double it and you call it a day and just well, you, no, you just you just take the first three numbers in in the in the in the bill amount. You move the decimal, that's, and then you move the decimal, and then you multiply it by two. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Joe's looking that's like why, that's why I'm <laughs> curious why you even do eighteen percent because that involves more math. Twenty percent, a calculator just, probably. Well, if, if but he's an engineer, well, the thing so. is, if you do eighteen percent and you just you know figure it for twenty. Just take a few cents off if it was 18 for make 18. So you round down on the dollar then? Ooh. No, I typically round up. Uh, Rob? Uh, I mean, I, I usually, as far as my tips, my tips usually run around between 20 25%. Mm. See, I, I, I think yeah. we're kind of obliged because we're in the industry that we have to over tip, especially at breweries. I don't feel it's over tipping at all. Well, like I went to a friend of the show and I had a $6 beer and I left him a $2 tip. Now, I don't think that's like exorbitant or whatnot, but I I feel like when when I go out were to our like places, checking, were they checking on you while you're having that one beer? No, not necessarily. I mean, it wasn't a sh- wasn't a shipwreck kind of evening where they left me alone for four minutes <laughs> either. But I feel like you're just gonna run this into the iceberg, aren't you? <laughs> hey, ahoy! Wow, <laughs> right ahead. Like there, there 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 was no burying that lead. You just you just went right for the Titanic joke. I, I might as well. Hey, I mean, he could at least made there. it local and more like Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh. There's there's oil all over that Exxon Valdez, oh, but I think when we go to our places that we frequent, I think we have an obligation to twenty five to thirty percent because they're friends of the show. We're helping them and their staff, and we want to. And I, maybe it's a hoity toity of me expect even a little bit to be recognized to have our beers poured. So mm-hmm. I think if I spend thirty percent there, um. You know, and sometimes we get a free beer. You know, I mean, I know that. I was just about to ask if you get comped around, and then obviously you have to go up on that. Yeah, because I tip if higher, typically, absolutely. and I know we did it big time when we went to Roke um, when they oh, treated yes. us very, very nice. That waiter walked out with like ninety dollars. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. right. Yeah. Serving food, serving drinks, yeah. checking on us. Well, and they also had the pressure that the owners were all at the table. Yeah, and, you know, but your owners, head brewer. Yeah, yeah. but I, I just think that you know maybe that's just me, but I know, and that's the reason why I like going to places is. Like local, like you know, Liberty Street is when I know that I'm frequenting that establishment versus the not like when I actually go to an Applebee's, but the, a chain like a B Dubs. I know that I'm putting money in Joe's pocket and I'm feeding his family. And so if I spend twenty to forty bucks at Joe's establishment, I'm paying his employees. I'm more happy to do that than go twenty bucks and pay for some overpriced McNuggets that are deep fried and <laughs> like yep. egregious looking. So, for those of you who've never been to uh, Liberty Street Brewery, where are you guys actually located at? So, we're... I know it's a wrong, a bad question. Everybody asks, uh, where are you at? We always say Liberty Street, obviously. Yes. Um, but they confuse it with Ann Arbor. We're actually in Plymouth. And then they assume that we're downtown Plymouth, where everybody just knows Plymouth from right. the square with the fountain and mm. all the bars there. So, we're about a mile north of that. Uh, going out of town towards Northville, we're in the old village in Plymouth. So it's where Plymouth was originally settled, and then they moved to go back to where the downtown area is now. So it's not far from 
basically 275 and where 96 turns into 14 right in that area i try to tell people about old village and and they still they still don't get it <laughs> right. isn't it like it's just still... drive through plymouth find the gazebo turn right no or turn left no because that you turn right you turn left you your ass ends you're up on gazebo you end up on if, lily before you know it and you have no idea true. where you are if you get to the gazebo though we're right there I yeah mean, just... you just park and walk from there you're in fact, that's probably the only place to park. It's, it's a nice, tight parking area. Yeah. So how do you – well, do you have a food program there? No, I know you guys were uh, discussing the whole food program thing uh, last week. And um, we originally opened our, – our plan was to not have food at all, just the popcorn machine. Uh, if I had my druthers, I'd wish we just stayed with just the popcorn machine. Um Though it is technically not legal to bring food in, according to the Wayne County Health Department, we've had no problems with people bringing food in, you know. Um, Outside. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, 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 we've even had, like, a family bring crock pot and bowls, and the kids oh. had their homework. Oh, wow. That's and, cool. Yeah, it was a really sweet thing to watch. and. That's um, actually new. I've never seen that at a brewery. Yeah, Until no. you smell it and they don't yeah. offer you anything. Yeah, right. so my, my point is just come in and buy the beer, please. Just just come mm-hmm. and buy the beer. You know? So I have, I have a quick request. Can yeah. I get some? Oh, we don't have any more prunes. This oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we, got, we, got, we got tons of prunes. This poo beer would be so with good prunes, with these prunes yes, in it. Good point. Oh, gosh. I, I think Have you ever thought of so, I mean, I, I taste jelly in this. Can you put like a, a peanut butter and. and and the and poo in it? Oh, I did a I did do a peanut butter poo. Um, I'm sorry, that sounded really bad. <laughs> so nutty, Super. yeah. But oh. we did do a we did do a peanut butter infused. <laughs> Even our sound engineer's wow. laughing. Yeah, he was, was... <laughs> he's laughing back there. Peanut butter poo. That's a good one. This uh, I mean, this tastes so like. Um, you, so you have one of the poos right there, like right? honey. Yeah, it tastes that's, like honey. Yeah, yeah that's the honey, has, honey porter. It, yeah, but it also has almost like a gray. That's the old brew. Oh, okay. well, it says yeah. old brew. So, yeah. So yeah. So we yeah. So yeah. Joe is looking for the old brew. Yeah. So during the exchange between Ken and Matt. Uh, we cracked open the old Bruin from Liberty Street yeah. as well. Uh, hey, I love the new digs, by the way. Very, very popular. Thanks, we did it all ourselves. <laughs> yeah, this, is sweet. Yeah. this is actually my first time in the studio. I think. To, what, to, be, to be honest, awesome. you know what it kind of feels like? And those of you who aren't, you can actually check out the video on Facebook. Facebook Live. Uh, our videos are all there, are archived, as well as our YouTube, which is Better on Draft on YouTube. Uh, it it kind of feels like we just literally are sitting down in someone's basement. Yes, that they haven't gotten their TV set up yet. <laughs> so everyone's just kind of sitting around talking. We kind of have. Well, I guess our. I guess you could say our TV is looking down on. Or it's Town also Cafe, pre-1998. Right? When we're as not well as looking down on Woodward Avenue. We got Comerica Park. We got Fox Theater. Comerica's Park. Comerica's, Comerica's Park, Park. Whatever. Right. We got uh, Fox uh, Theater right across the street from us. Yep. You can see. Greek Town Casino off in the distance. It's it's totally a completely different the, setting. The the Fillmore, or no, actually, I still call it the State State Theater. You know, the last time I think I was in there was when it was the State when I went to go see Tool, which I was. Are, one are, of the we're still standards. we're still waiting Tool, on that Tool album, in the right? 70s? <laughs> oh, the 1770s. Wow! 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 You want to go back goodness. that far? I mean, I, I, I thought, you know, as far back as we were going to go, we're like maybe the 1870s. No, I'm not touching the 1870s. <laughs> wow. with, I'm not you, touching you, the 1870s. You, you want to go back to even before America right now, for the 1770s, most part. Well, 
depending for, on who you ask. For the, the majority, right in the heart of it. So how do you, like, how how easy was it for the decision to make to get out of distro? Obviously, you know, getting your brand out, getting your beers out. Like, what went into that decision? Obviously, you guys weren't making the money that you wanted to or making money at all in the distro area. But, like, how do you say enough is enough we need to get out? Well, uh, I had the first, the original notion to get out was literally, I swear to you, right after we signed the lease on the building, but before we bought the equipment. Mm -hmm. And I tried to tell my partner that I don't think this was this. This was four and a half years ago. This would have been like April, March, April, April, I'd say. uh, 2014. Yep. Okay. When we signed our lease and we had started distributing like eight years ago, but using other breweries to make our beer for us and package our beer for us. We had quality issues. We had schedule issues. We had all kinds of problems doing it. Um, a couple of uh, long timers in our distributors uh, group told me, just build your own place. Stop messing with everybody else. Build your own. I come from beverage manufacturing background. That's like my forte is to build a production plant and make it hum. So, of course, I was hot on it. But then as we're going through the planning, as we're going through the um, you know, finding the location and, and looking at equipment and everything. I still am looking at the industry. I'm still trying to find, you know, at this point I'm realizing I have to actually go sell it because I'm, because there's nobody else that's going to actually push for our brand other than customers on occasion. So I'm going to have to go do it. And literally, uh, like four, four and a half years ago, I went in the holiday market and I know they sell our beer I see it on our uh, sales report, and they have a huge selection. This is the one in Canton, and uh, it's almost five minutes. I couldn't even find my own brand. So I realized, you know, and I hear everybody, oh, this brewery, this brewery, this brewery, everybody, and mobile canning, mobile canning. You know, we started out with bottles because we weren't going to be the pioneers taking those arrows. Back then, cans were, everybody said, tastes like metal, tastes like metal. So we stuck with the bottles, and that was part of our downfall because cans are king right now. So, um, But also, everybody's canning their beer. Everybody has right. a brand. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their name on the shelf out there. So that, that, I hear founders. Right. I, but that doesn't count. Just started time. canning. Well, he said everyone. He didn't say craft I, beer. Okay. He said everyone. I, I guess I what I mean is <laughs> you know, the amount of brands that showed up on Michigan shelves – like 15 times as many in just in the last five years, four mm-hmm. years sure. since we started to try to do it ourselves. So honestly, I think even though I feel like we're late to shut it down, I still feel like we're ahead of the game because you're going to see other places that other breweries here that have built production plants. I, I don't think anybody's kicking butt really, but you know, not the small ones that are starting. So, so how long has Liberty Street been around? Remind us real quick. Ten years, this December. Well, do you think that you're a victim of old beer mentality in that everybody's always looking for the newest, hottest, freshest brand? And you're, I mean, I feel like you're like almost like a dragon meat or a coon in where you're a exactly. legacy brand. Where they people, you don't hear about them as much either. Exactly. Right? So yeah. my thought is, so I wouldn't call us victims, but 
Uh, you're on to something. I right. think that you have such a footprint that people know you. So they've been drinking mm-hmm. your beer for 15, 20 years. Well, obviously not 15 to 20, but five, six, seven, eight years. Where right. you know people are chasing you know Boss Tweed, which has only been out for a year, or right. some you know the next newest hottest stuff. Mm-hmm. And with you know these craft beer people being a prisoner of the moment and always trying to chase trucks, you know why? And and maybe this is me just thinking of it, but maybe this is where salesmen and you. Why do I go get a six pack? Of the brewery that's been around for 10 years where I can just go sure. have a couple of beers, whereas I'll go find a four-pack of a brewery that's 200 miles away that I can't get easily available, and that's only, like, mm-hmm. fresh out. Right. And especially, I mean, our beers, our packaged products were, you know, a stout, a you know, a foreign export stout, a California Common, which was a stupid thing to try to sell mm. to people. Um, such a good beer, though. And you know, I know. I think it's. I, know, I, think, I think it's. I think that's on the next step. I think drinkable browns are the next step because we went from BBAs to Kolsch's and Berliner Weisses. I think the next step is going to be California Commons and dry beers. Wait, 2019. I'm going to flash back to this moment right here. Alts <laughs> and drinkable. At our first Isn't that what the brewed IPA is studio. supposed to be? The uh, the new dry. Well, I, I tell you what, Ryan, can on, we take a pause? Oh. Ken needs oh. to change his pants. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so we need a map. Right. Oh, I'm anymore. going to say this: If 2019 <laughs> is somehow the year of alt beers, mm. not only will I go find Coco Shandy and go find more of it. But I will Why find. Why would you go to Coco Shandy? Don't tempt them oh, with a no, good no, no, time no, 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 now. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm showing you how confident I am. That's oh. not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I will uh, find or buy or make a beer bong, and I will <laughs> bong three of them on the show. No, wow. Wow. If 2019 is the year of the alts. I, no, I don't uh. want to say just the alts, but I think like the. I mean, pale ales were last year. This year we're into sours and cultures. I think it's got to swing back to darker beers. The California Common is a great style. I think sure is. the ESBs, the alts, I think that portfolio of craft beer. Well, we've oh. talked about it before, how oh scary ESBs are. I would say, we can't, we can't even get out of the situation where people are are scared of what in it, the ESB is just by, the, yeah, just by breaking it. down can't the acronym it, alone. Right, but... I, I get you. You're right, but you've got places like I hate to go back to it, but Baff and they call it Notorious ESB. You know, just yeah, you can to sell make that. fun of it. Yeah, you, know? you can sell that. And then you drink it, yeah. and you're like, "Wow, this isn't bad at all. This is really good." I think right. that's and the it's next not bitter. Step. I think it's not a bitter beer. Yeah, and I think you know people are getting all these sours with their well, with their sours or with their wild yeast with their Berliner Weisses. <laughs> then they want to go back to something malty and sweeter mm-hmm. and more. Sure basic so the next step is to go into browns and alts and you know that genre of like california common is the most underutilized brand ever mm-hmm. if that comes out everything that's light and brown is gonna fly off the shelves they just announced they're releasing it in the stovepipe cans anchor First times in first time in yeah, cans. Yeah, we mentioned with, that yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. Steam. That's where I heard it. <laughs> you <laughs> Told you guys, I'm a long time draft. draft. See what I'm saying? <laughs> no, he was too busy yeah. being like, I don't know if that's true to everything that we oh, said. It sounded, sounded so true. We've got a skeptic. It's okay. I was hoping the Angela leaving was not true. So disappointed. Oh, yeah. no, good for her she, though. Congratulations. Yeah, no, we're very. Yeah, we she's are going to be great. She got a damn dream job. Yeah, she's lucky for her. We here are very, very proud. And she's going to bring us chicken. What she's done and. 
and where she's going. So we we wish her nothing but the best. Definitely. Yeah, so do you guys get up. food trucks out there at all at Liberty Street or? We do uh, when we have like we've got we do our own trivia. We have comedy shows there. I think we were like the first brewery in Michigan to do comedy shows. Now everybody has comedy shows, yeah. and and it's a big thing across the country now. Um, but we'll get food trucks. They're technically illegal in the city of Plymouth, but we have private property. Really? Yeah, yeah. The restaurants got. That's weird. Yeah. yeah it's well, still weird. The first, the first truck in town set up right across the street from a restaurant, and he had a problem there's, with there's it. There's a so. level of bouginess in downtown Plymouth that yeah. I would think they would definitely have a problem with that. But as oh, you're yeah. aware, there's a new brewery coming up in Plymouth. Yes, Arbor Brewing. Arbor Brewing yeah, right. yeah. yeah. They're going downtown. Yeah. Yep, with uh, a Bigalora right next to it. So they're yeah. going to have mm-hmm. the... the uh, Arbor so Brewing. more pizza, more pizza, and more beer. Yes, and oh, downtown damn. Plymouth. I mean, because it couldn't get any better, right? Right. There you go. More pizza, more beer. Are you Are threatening you... with pizza and beer? Oh, shame on you. That's some amazing <laughs> oh, pizza boy. though, too. Be- Big yeah, Bigalora's oh. pizza is really, really good. So with that coming up, are you are you hopeful that it's going to bring more people to the city to check out both, like hit both spots? Because now there's two breweries in the city. They don't have to go to North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, just, just south, south the baseline. baseline road. They should, yeah, though, because it's... They sell pizza, too, though. I don't know if they There's do. Pizza no, pizza, pizza place right is next door, but you can't bring in food mm-hmm. anymore because they have a, a menu there. Right. So, yeah, you can go check out North Center Brewing as well as Plymouth, as well as the new Arbor Brewing, all in kind of that little that little 9614 275 corridor. Mm-hmm. Don't so, go Ikea. What's that? Don't go to Ikea. Don't go to Ikea. Don't go to well, I mean, the, uh, the yeah. mousetrap or the, uh, I, I went to the, the cheese Ikea. maze, basically. <laughs> you I, get I to, to the end, I'm like, where's the cheese? Right. I actually thought, so I was... It's coming out of your wallet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So I had never been to Ikea until about like three weeks ago. And I was under the impression that like they give you Swedish meatballs... At the start, oh. not that there was like that a would be awesome. <laughs> like, welcome to IKEA. No, that, Here's a bowl of Swedish meat. No, that's Costco. Or, or no, it'd be more like a Costco, like you know, take one, keep walking kind of thing. Oh, and then we get to the end, they're like, now you pick your ticket, now you pick your furniture out of the warehouse. I'm like, wait, so I have to do Semi-self all of the work. What are you Swedish people doing? That's why it's cheaper. Making money. It, it is yeah. not cheaper by any means. And you put it together yourself. Right, and you put it yeah, together right. yourself. Call Art Van. Well, you can pay for someone. Half the price. Yeah, to with put those it instructions. Do the dirty work for you? I mean, you could pay they, them. That what they do? You could pay them. But I, I swear mean, to God, I'm, I think there were two Swedish guys drunk in a pub one day, and they said, you know what? I've got the greatest <laughs> idea. Let's put words that Americans can't understand or spell into a business and make them buy, carry out, and to sell themselves. Well, that's the thing. We've it's, got trees, and we're just going to have a laugh at it. It's not just words that you can't understand, because I believe like half of the products are named after cities, and then mm. the other half is like named after counties or something like that. In Sweden? Yes. Oh. I yeah. just think so those act those names actually have a, a purpose because they actually are are locations within Sweden. I just think it's I think it was a prank that the Swedish did to America and it just kept yeah. working. So they're like, <laughs> keep it rolling, keep it rolling. Let's hit the next big town. Do yeah. it again. It, it's like a carnival. <laughs> so before we take a quick break, what is brewing in your tanks right now? Anything special coming up for the Fall Beer Fest? Um, I. Thought I was bringing the pumpkin pie ale here. I guess I, I didn't bring I'm that. Doing. I'm not sure if you guys like those, but ours. Dan's, well, Dan's not Dan's here. Dan's not so here, fine. but he okay. doesn't like them. But all right. Okay. 
Um, we so like we got it. the pumpkin pie, the old brune, which is here. We'll be at that's the floating beer around festival. right now. Yeah. That's actually yeah. a VIP only. Um, oh. Well, I'm trying to think of the other ones, the Soul Geometry. Did they do that? I don't remember that last year. I remember seeing it for the first time this year, like uh, enthusiast-only beers. I remember like Friday-only, Saturday-only, but now enthusiast-only. Is that something new that they started doing, or did someone do it and then everyone's like, oh, that's not a bad idea? I think the first time I saw it was the Summer Beer Festival in Ypsilanti. Okay. That was, and we didn't get involved in it, with it at that time, and then, uh, now this time I... I one I know Zubru. They do uh, VIP beers at Zubru. Well, they did it at uh, Ashley's Belgian Beer Festival. Okay. Uh, they have if you bought a VIP ticket, you got one of the like the whale whale. Like on top of all these crazy Belgian yeah. beers, you really can't even get here. They had like this little area that you could get a sample of a beer that you'll probably never try. Is again. that where the Cantillon was? Because I heard yes. they had two. Yes. Oh. Yes, it was delicious. I was in Florida. I couldn't go. It's it's definitely one of my favorite uh, beer festivals. That and the Cask Ale. It's just so casual. Yeah, so great the, venue. Yeah, yeah. The the venue is great. Usually the weather is half and half, half good, half bad. They've got it almost all covered now, though. For the uh, yeah, for the the summer one they did for the Belgian Beer Fest, but for the Cask Ale Festival, I remember it being right. like outside, outside. Yeah, uh, and I think. Zach over at Urban Rest won this year because they do a voting for the Cascale. Each person who oh, comes cool. to the festival gets one vote. So at the end, you put it in a, like a little token in wherever you think your favorite beer is. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Zach won with one of his, and he was only bringing like pony, pony, like um, eighth barrels. Like he didn't bring, or not eight oh, a barrels. Oh, a pin. Uh, yeah, firkin, uh, he, small he brought firkin, a tiny firkin, and yeah. he was getting all the... The stuff with his and he, I mean, he had three beers there, so obviously he was fighting oh, wow. himself for some of the best beers too. Wow, sure. So we are going to take a quick break. We're going to kind of reset. Um, I'm I'm slowly like getting into the couch. It's very, <laughs> very, very. Is it is it comfy? It's very comfy. It's very comfy. Yeah. But well, I guess uh, we know where you're going to be sitting every show. Here I, I don't know yet. I might have to like do like a rotation every single week yeah. to see where I like it. Be like I'm going to need like a booster seat here to push me up to the uh, microphone. <laughs> and Nick <laughs> already oh, he, made he, he made his own. He <laughs> no, made you know you go to the go uh, karts at like uh, like. Cedar Point or um, like those mini golf places like CJ Barrymore's right there yeah, on uh, yeah. Hall Road. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, when I was maybe like two, three inches shorter, they had to give me like one of those booster seats that push you push you up closer towards the pedals. Sure, it was like two, I feel like ago. in this chair, I need that right now. <laughs> you got a phone book back there? <laughs> I don't need a phone book. I need something to push my back up towards the well, That's what he's going to do. He's going to put the phone book in the back so yeah. that he can push forward. That's going to make me higher. It's lumbar. lumbar you're not going to sit on it. It's yeah, going to be behind your lower back. Yeah. Or you could sit on it one too. Can we I get need, two like, phone books? the width of this chair. Two phone books? All right. Well, books. we are going to take a quick break. Uh, we don't have any music to be playing between the breaks, so just stay tuned. Uh, enjoy the chat. Share with your friends. And we are back. Episode 146, Better on Draft Podcast. Oh, you know what we don't have? What? We don't have the sound bite to oh, say. Oh, no. We Here don't. is Robert with the beer news. Well, there it was. That was actually really good. I don't know why. Mind you, I like the guy who does our voice, like our our little voice things, including the new uh, soundbite or the new uh, intro that we had today. Bro, you can pay me five bucks for this stuff. (laughs) That's that's, that's all right. I can do that. You think we can pull it up on the phone and just play through the microphone? Rob, announcer voice (laughs) and pillow talk voice. Those are your two options. Five (laughs) dollars. Up to 75 words. And now, here's Robert with the beer news. (laughs) 
It sounded like instant, like you didn't like know cross. if yeah. you're talking <laughs> right. pillow talk or right. not. Like, it's a cross between the pillow like, talk sure? and the Welcome. Maybe I should be sultry and maybe I should be newsy. All right. So before we get into the news, obviously the big news is uh, Matt needs to drink some beer. Yes. So we have, we, as the drunk chick on Rock of Love kept saying, don't threaten me with a good time. But I say which one? Some prune all day IPA. So this we had prunes from Whole Foods. Yep. And Sir Founders Federal All Day Gary. IPA. They've been sitting there for the first, pretty much. So I'll leave a little bit left in case anybody else wants a little to over, try it. A little over 40 minutes. Probably pushing 45. Uh, Matt smells it. Takes a sip. Well? I taste no discernible difference. Just uh, less hoppy. Just less you actually, hoppy. You, you might like this, Ken, because there's no hoppy into this. Here, here's here's the original. Might, it might be just <laughs> flat. <laughs> I mean, I got it from Whole Foods. They turn beer pretty fast yeah. over there. No, I mean from the French press. No, uh, it's, oh. it disturbs a lot. There's of slightly that. less okay. carbonation in the French press one. I don't taste any <clears throat> prune or date or. Would you like, here? Why don't you try this then too? It's probably like really bad, and you try to pull like a nanner <laughs> nanner. It doesn't really taste discernibly different. It's just less hops. Yeah, the sugar kind of just like killed Boom. the better. Haha. Yeah. Ha. You lost. Hey, I want one of them prunes now from the bottom of the glass. <laughs> oh, well, That's well, what I'm well, here, let's. No, I'm joking. I'm just. <laughs> oh, like, I don't want that shit. So Trust the, me. So the prunes. I will. All day IPA. IPA prunes. I, all day IPA didn't really do no. much for, for Matt. So I guess you guys have to think of a better thing. Well, we are, are entering. Are I'm losing a little more? I probably will, yeah. I'm, well, I'm not are, good. We're entering week two now. We're actually already in week two yeah. after last night's game I might with the Ravens seven, and the Bengals. I actually scored seven points last night with Justin Tiger. What's that? I scored seven points last night. I scored 23. Did you have A.J. Green? I had A.J. Green. We're not playing this week, so that's fine. <laughs> but it's a collective. It's okay. Right. Yeah, I have. I had A.J. Green in my work league. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm sure he's the you know, he, he, pulling his hair out. Half PPR, all the touch. I was like, ooh, that's going to be a good week for that's me. It's going to be like, what, 30 plus points? Amari Cooper is going to drop another like garbage oh, egg. Geez. And... Let me start oh, jeez. Yeah. Would it be against the rules to French press Four Loco with Four Loco? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. That's just called a Four Loco mix. Okay. Right. Unless you could find like Four Loco candy. What if I dehydrated for, or um, like put You're Four Loco deep, in the freezer? You're digging deep, Matthew. Yeah, okay. you're digging a little okay. too deep. It's yeah. still a mixer. A little too deep. So, what are we drinking? This is the Old Brun. Talk to us about this before we get into the news. Um, yeah, our Old Brun. We um, made this. I brewed the beer probably a little better than three years ago. It was uh, 16 months in oak barrels. They were some really old Buffalo Trace barrels. We probably used them six times by that point. And uh, it was a, a select three of them that we had that took on a bit of a natural sour character in the barrels. So that's what I put the old brew in. And so I didn't inoculate other than what was in the barrels. And um, after the 16 months, we pulled it out. And I actually pulled it out of the barrels last year around uh, Christmas. So they've been sitting in kegs in our cold room, stacked up for a little while. And, you know, we've had a, we've got a lot of beers and only 12 taps or – 14 taps so it sat for a little while and then i pulled it out and to me it is a uh i I just love how it turned out it's a lot of people are saying it's so sour but i think it's a mild sour character yeah it's not like pucker sour no it's it's definitely really really 
Um, like I'm getting a lot more sweet than sour too. Like mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of sweet notes, almost like a cherry flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little balsamic ish. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not necessarily yeah. getting the balsamic. Are you? I'm, I'm not getting well balsamic. the sweet. Uh, I'm definitely getting a sour note right of, with the sweet. Yeah. It's almost like I'm drinking plums again. <laughs> or, or prunes, right? Prunes, prunes. prunes. Not, not plums. Like, but now we're gonna have to do plums now. Peaches, pears, plums, syringes. Well, you'll have to uh, you'll have to try one of the uh, the prunes before we uh, go off air from the uh, the all day. See if the all day affected the prunes at all. Okay, well, yeah, that sounds like a fun <clears> time. Probably made them better. I mean, you know, I tell you what, uh, session IPA prunes get people to eat their prunes for sure. Mm. Well, I mean, that'll how you get the old people in the nursing home regular again, right? (laughs) Beer and fiber. There you go. Oh, my gosh. I still remember. So it was maybe eight months ago. I was working at a nursery home at the restaurant installing their point of sale and stuff. And it was happy hour day. And it was like half off wine for the nursing home. Oh, gosh. This lady is legit walking double fisting with two <laughs> glasses of wine, holding her walker under her arm. Wow. There you go. <laughs> Hardcore. Yes. And the, the funny thing That's that tops it all off is, is I'm telling one of the orderlies, you know, one of the people who are working there, and they're like, oh, that's whatever her name Betty. was. Yeah, Betty. <laughs> and I'm like, wait. And she goes, yeah, she looked like this. And I go, yeah. They knew exactly who she was. It's the exact <laughs> same thing every Tuesday. She is there to get drunk. And I'm like, you live your best life. But it, makes, it wa- makes her walk better, so it's like miracle water. Miracle water. Yeah. Miracle water? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus didn't turn water. She cast you should, water see, her on, you should see her on Lenten Fridays. <laughs> So, Rob, with the news. All right. We're going to go ahead and go through the news. First, going to kind of go through the events as, as of course, we noticed coming up in, on uh, October 26th and 27th that there is going to be the Fall Beer Fest that's going down by in the... October 13th? Uh, is it? Well, no. He's talking about the Michigan, about Michigan Detroit Michigan Fall Beer Fest. Michigan Brewers Guild Beer Fest. Yeah, we're getting, I'm going we're in reverse ours. chronological order okay. right now. Okay, calm down. Um, yeah, let's, let's go with the old stuff first, and then you know everybody else can prioritize their yeah. their weeks. So, so that they, so can they know there. about the new hotness. Last. Exactly. Uh, but that is going down in Eastern Market. Uh, it's going to be in Shed Five. Um, as always, that we have to put in this, this disclaimer now that remember that those who are buying a designated driver ticket does not mean that a designated driver will be pro- be provided for you when you get drunk. <laughs> Off of your ass. I cannot believe you have to tell people that. <laughs> when a Clorox there. bottle has well, to I've say, been yelling do at not the drink. radio for the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Former uh, president of the Brewers Guild just joined the chat, Eric over there, and uh, yeah, they could they could definitely tell us about the person from the it was the Summerfest, right? Summerfest, yeah, Summerfest. No, um, I get it. It's it's you do not that does not mean you get people. a designated I'm driver. With- yeah, I'm with Joe on this. I just don't understand. Can I tell a funny why anecdote? We have to tell I, I don't get it. I don't think we're going to stop it. I know you have to. I, I read an. I, I, read I, a, I can't believe it's gotten to that though. I read an article on the internet, so it probably wasn't real. But <laughs> some girl ordered an Uber and then gave her parents' address because she had recently moved out. But she gave her old parents' address, which was 150 miles away. Oh, oh Jesus! So she spent 450 dollars on an Uber, and then she, her dad, found her on the lawn, and it just. Hit the hitter with the hose. Oh, <laughs> wow. oh pops. Well, so she got home safe. That's yeah. the to end her of previous the story. Home, yeah. That's great. She got there. Yeah. All right. And of course, on October 13th, we have the Jimmy John's Beer Fest that is going on with ours truly, yeah. woo, woo. Better on Draft. Co hosted yeah, by. Yeah. Co hosted by. 
as I, I think was was Matt still working on on other breweries to come in. No, we or? were told we brought too many brewers to the show, so we are holding tight with the twenty six that we have. It will be fantastic. Yes. It's only thirty bucks, um, and we will have some games. Uh, I have the Wheel of Misfortune Drinko game going on right now, Drinko. being built. Drinko is a game that I'm going to have to build, which I'm not a carpenter, but I might have <laughs> to get some carpentry skills for it. So we're going to have a lot of fun. There's um, always YouTube. Get a listener to do it. Yeah, there you go. So if you're listening yeah. and you know, have if you want to take skills. Angela's spot <laughs> <laughs> for a week on better for a week on better on draft. No, so, do not do that. So, yeah, we'll have a lot of fun. Um, we'll be there. We'll be hyping it up. We'll do a couple of quick live broadcasts from it. We'll interview brewers there. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So for, come show up. Utica, Michigan, kind of in the center of everything, right off 59, not far from 75. Center of everything. Yeah. And um, show up and give us some love. That way we can do some more fun stuff. Maybe yeah. next year, if this goes well, we can uh, do a little thing with the, maybe the zoo. Who knows? Yeah. Congrats to the uh, Birmingham Bloomfield Beavers, by the way. Go the Hoppers. USPBL, back-to-back USPBL champions. My boys in the stripes. The evil empire. What's that? <laughs> the evil empire. The evil empire. <laughs> they are like the Yankees of the USPBL. They are. That's why they, were, they have yeah, striped the, uniforms. They got the pinstripes. <laughs> nice. Uh, also, the week before that, on October 6th, we're going to have uh, uh, B Nectar is going to be having uh, the Ferndale Palooza Part 2, oh. which uh, pretty much is going to be all of the beers that were left over from the first uh, mead and beer event that they had a couple months ago uh, that they will be serving. So there's going to be a lot of... Uh, a lot of rare beers that uh, people did not get a chance to get a hold of uh, that first time around that uh, hopefully they will be able to get there, including they, myself, because I think I might actually be able to make that one. No, you'll be at Nick's wedding. I will be at his reception at this point. Uh, oh. Yes. <laughs> so you're going to duck out well Nick's played, reception. sir. Well I will played. be at his reception at this point. You're getting, I'll I am you. getting married, yes. Nobody talked to you out of it yet? Uh, some people actually that I worked with today at I'm the company offsite I was at tried talking me out of it today. Maybe, maybe I'll try to join you before the uh, reception. You <laughs> can't. You're standing up in the damn thing. I'm I'll gonna, put a proxy in. A proxy? <laughs> yeah. Stunt double. You're a jerk. <laughs> wait, this is, oh, I, I'm, I'm Ken Standin, or I'm his muscle. Yep, there you go. Oh, yeah, who was the guy you got for the fantasy football Consigliere. draft? Uh, that was that was my buddy Aaron. Aaron, we're, Aaron, we're, I'll, get, I'll get Aaron to stand. You're up gonna get Aaron to stand in. There you go. There you you go. let somebody else draft your team. Is that what you're saying? I yeah. mean, I pretty Did much do okay. Uh, and and I told him that if anybody gave him shit, just basically just to tell them that I Jump took off. the winnings to pay for him to draft for me. So y'all All can right, just good. suck it. Did he do a good job? <laughs> he got you a good team. I mean, he got me a pretty decent team with All with right, what cool. he can do. It's tough to to work with. Um, I think it's a little tough to work with the fifth pick starting overall. He, I would, I would he prefer, left AB on the on the board for me, and I'm glad he did. I I would have left AB out there too. There there is we we do basically sabermetrics with our drafts. Oh, are, are we talking Saber, about what is this, baseball? I mean, sabermetrics got me. Yeah, granted, it got my ass beat in the final, but it got <laughs> Sorry, me twelve bro. and one throughout the regular season. Uh, yeah. So I'm That's true. So I'm very, very true. So yeah. I'm sticking. I'm sticking with the plan. Very true. What's going on in the beer world? All right. So 
Uh, we're getting pretty much to a huge milestone in the U.S. as the brewing industry is getting closer to about 7,000 craft beer <clears throat> companies in operation. Uh, but we do have an issue with, of course, as we would expect, that locations are starting to close. Uh, Bart okay. Watson of the Brewers Association had spoke to the California Oof. Craft Brewers Association Summit. He indicated that he expects as, as many as 300 brewery closures to occur within the end of this year. Now, possibly 500 by the time, I, I think this is the article said, by the, by the end of 2019. Wow. And while it says that, you know, I mean, when you look at it for, for three to 500 out of 7,000, it's a, is the, I mean, is that a relatively so, small percentage? And then compared to how many are going to open, that, 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 right? That was exactly. actually the point I was yeah. going to make, Joe. Is, you know, we talk about we right. talk about on the show all the time, and you, you being a listener and you being on, you know previously on before. There's a hell of a lot of them being opened just in Michigan, right? Like, right. What, Thirty. There's always like thirty to forty being planned. At any given over sixty, right? over sixty yeah. right now, yeah. over mm-hmm. sixty breweries. Being you can find right all now. of them at betterondraft.com forward slash mi beer map. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. Joe, you being in the industry, um, are you surprised by any of this? By this comment that the Brewers Association is making, upwards up to possibly five hundred by next up to year. five, probably up to five hundred by, by the end of next by the year. end of next year. No, there's. There's been so many people not doing. Uh, there's a, a, I mean, there's a number of reasons why you're not going to succeed in yep. such a booming industry. I mean, if you come in not really knowing what you're doing, not having a brewer, even for instance, there's a lot of people coming in just because they have money to do it. Sure. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of people just, um, just without experience at all yep. in a restaurant. Yep industry or hospitality industry mm-hmm. and then actually what i think is going to be more prevalent is going to be the like what i did the production plant closing right everybody being told that they'll be able to sell their product in a certain area of distribution mm-hmm. and then not being able to meet those numbers and if they don't meet the numbers like i mean our production plant was with the with the equipment bill and the rent and everything it, it, it's getting close to ten thousand dollars a month and you have to make a lot of product i mean mm-hmm. when you're making pennies per bottle you have to make a million bottles to make a million pennies kind of a thing i mean right it, it's if you're gonna start this out and you're only doing like uh you're at like 10 percent of your efficiency what you built for that's not going to be profitable Right, and right, right. with that competition out there, because, mm-hmm. you know, like we talked earlier is who, you know, how do you get to be the big thing? It's marketing budget. Yep. It's money. You have to spend a shload of money right off the beginning to push the brand in the first place and then have to sustain it not only with an amazing product and great marketing but also with more money to keep pushing it too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. to justify that expense is not feasible right you know i mean we looked into hiring a you know a specific sales rep just for us if you look at like a base salary let's say 35 grand plus travel and expense you're getting up to 75 80 grand 
that person, that one person, has to sell so much damn beer. It's unreasonable. They they don't have enough time to spend in, you know, basically the best way to go is to get a couple dozen locations that will keep your handle going. Right. And then you just have to keep going and maintaining that customer. Once you start to veer off to try to sell more, to make more money, to justify you being around, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... If you're trying to do it small like I did and hire one sales rep, you're not it's not gonna work. You've really gotta you've really gotta throw everything into it and get a good uh ex- Yeah, yeah. And even oh. then that's not likely that it's yeah, gonna be. There's, there's no there's as I'm sure no. there's no guarantees the, in this business. No, and the nope. beer could be great. The beer could be amazing, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the picture on the can or bottle, it's the way it was presented, the yep. name of it, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean we talk about can art, bottle art, we talk mm-hmm. about clip art. Cli- yep. Clip art. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matthew. <laughs> Still bitter. Uh, you know, Still we talk bitter. about you know social media presence, we talk about you know every facet of marketing that of getting the beer out there. You're only as strong. Is there as something that you think, like in the back of your head, if only we did X, maybe distribution would have worked. If only we, if blanked. only we'd have done it twenty years ago instead of seven, eight years or six, seven years ago, before there was three hundred and sixty something breweries in Michigan so plus the outside. Yes, had right. you brewed and distributed. That would have maybe made success instead of brewed, waited for everybody else to distribute, and then get into it. We were on the front end of the distribution as well, though. It okay. was just, it was just bottles got took over, taken over by cans, and then it was just the overabundance of additional brands that really, uh, that really hurt us. So, do you still have bottles left that you're sitting on? Do you think you might? put special releases into those bottles and make an event out of it? We still sell um, the last of our IPA and uh, Session IPA at the pub right now. And then uh, we, so our production equipment, we did sell it to a brewery that's opening in Detroit, uh, Brewery Faison. They gave me permission to mention them. They've got an amazing property right in Island View area. That's the people who own uh, Detroit Institute of Bagels, right? I had no idea they own. Is it run by a guy named Donald? Maybe. What? Donald Faison? No, it's not. No, no. These are um, so (laughs) Faison is French for pheasant, and they're opening in the Island View area on Buffet Street. Like all the streets there are French named. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what they they got a great building. They're gonna it's gonna cost a lot of money for them to rehab everything, but that's what they're working on right now. In the meantime, we're holding on to the equipment. When they're ready, we'll move it over for them. Um, Everywhere around them used to be just houses. Uh, They're like a block and a half off Jefferson right by the bridge, uh, Belle Isle Bridge. Belle Isle Bridge. Mm -hmm. And they're... um, I I know looking at that area, uh, Google Earth, looking down that's on still, all that grass, that's going to be high dollar lofts and apartments. Yeah. Isn't that still though? Isn't that still uh, they're, they're going to Marina District, like West Village? And yeah, stuff. but they call it Island View. That's right. the new name for it, I yeah. guess. So yeah, come and on, their man. ground floor, they're like literally the first building being rehabbed in the area. Well enough, early so, enough that when those yeah. lofts come in yeah. there. They, they will be well they, and good. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do very well. Yeah, and I actually I just I saw their uh, their Facebook or not Facebook their Instagram post about permits and and trying to get their building oh, permits so. through the city of Detroit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, welcome to the city. In in Detroit, there was I saw like um, I think off of Selden a brand new loft that just opened up, and no, they're talking about the standard right next to Honest John's. Uh, I don't. It's, I think it's Selden Standard is yeah. a restaurant. It's near there. It's it, near it's, there. It's not not. That's it's on the the street called Selden because they opened up yeah. new lofts and they're supposed to be like this brewing school or something like that right. going on what? down there. Right, they're the brewing yeah. school and then they're su- supposed to be having. Uh, I think because we we <laughs> talked about that in the news. Not it was probably like almost a good eight months ago about the whole plan. And I, I think that there was going to be the brewing school, and then there was going to be the restaurant that was either going to be under it or above it, and yeah. it was basically going to be serving the beer that was From being the brewed school. at the, at the cool. school. So it was very interesting because I saw like they were selling the they're selling the lofts or renting out the lofts, I should say, leasing, and for like a thousand square feet, they renting. were selling it for. Uh, 19, 1950? I think it said oh, 1975. What? I had that email pop up because I was Let's, trying to... Can we call it two grand? Uh, can we just call we, it we two can grand? We can just call it I two mean, grand. It's, it's less than two grand, technically. Barely. I, for, for, almost for perspective. For my, one my, bedroom, one and a half bath. bath uh, well, I'm surprised lot. you got the half bath, though, to be honest. One and a half. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm surprised you got the, the little extra. Half bath. Yeah, that, yeah. The it's half it's bath. just a toilet in the corner. There's no doors. So it's basically. I'd rather this. have just a urinal in the corner is better. <laughs> Almost for a pers- for a perspective, my brother is is renting out a uh, two bedroom apartment in Berkeley, California, and I believe his rent is somewhere around twenty five hundred a month. Get out of town, oh, Jesus! Hey. Welcome to San Fran hey, area, man. They have <laughs> about that small too. They have twenty two hundred dollar. Uh, Two bedroom apartments in Detroit right now, so don't. That's not crazy. Yeah, it's we're we're, we're getting uh, we're getting to a point where we're charging a whole hell of a lot. And I, Detroit's getting cool again, man. Yeah, <laughs> it, it gets cool, and then all of a sudden you step outside of you know the the Cass the Corridor gate. New Center area. Oh yeah, which I yeah I pretty much consider the gate, and then it's oh wait we're we're back in Detroit again. <laughs> that'll that'll all build up eventually. Yeah, it's going to go neighborhood by neighborhood. Yeah. Snails yeah. pace. Do we have time for one more uh, news article? Of course we do. Oh, do you have something you want to bring up? No. Let's, I, I want to hear more. <laughs> oh. Well, sorry, I want to hear Nick. more, dude. You know, we're still in the better news? on draft with right. Nick Paglia. Uh, right. oh, yeah. I mean, we are coming up against our next break. Right. So. All right. I um, make the breaks. You make the breaks? He, he is the oh, break maker. He is the break manager. The break oh, man. fearless leader. Great. Center man. of attention, I was called earlier. <laughs> oh, by who? Matt. By Matt. Matt, don't, don't, don't. Inflate his ego. What are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong with you? He might have been uh, making fun eat, of him. You know, give him some prunes to shut him up. You know, I already drank the prunes. No, right. eat they're the delicious. Prunes. Eat the prunes. I ate. Ugh. I ate the prunes. No, you eat the ones. He, that he, he wants you to eat the all-day IPA prunes. Ooh. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> hey, you, what you, is you, with you in that scene? Anyway, do it. No. It's my all right. All right. So, uh, founders, and actually, I, I meant to bring this one up last week because I because I just ran across this, but founders kind of put themselves in a big beer radar uh, this year with the release of Solid Gold, which mm. uh, I think pretty much for the most part we are some some fans of Solid Gold. It's it's a yes. decent beer. Yep. Um, so. Uh, you know, after the release, they pioneered you know this this fifteen pack that they had that they were putting out. Then they went and lowered the price, um, suggesting retailers sell six packs for seven ninety nine, fifteen packs for fifteen ninety nine. 
which you know is a pretty decent price point when you're competing with the likes of Bud Bud Light, Coors, and all of all of them. Uh, Mike Stevens, co-owner, founders, he just had this feeling sales would triple um, from what they forecasted. Now, granted, uh, as of August, the sales had doubled, but you know that still doesn't take away from that idea that there's a, a trend that's kind of started where you know a a craft well craft e brewer has the ability <laughs> to create a beer at a price point that. Uh, Did he just mean founders? Are you, are you serious? I, I have. I feel like what, I have to happened? say that because if I say craft beer, Ken is going to correct me, and he's going They're to tell still me craft, that. aren't they? I'll correct nope. you too. So, Why not? Thirty percent, San Miguel. Oh, I thought it was twenty-five. Well, twenty-five is the rule, which is why only nineteen point nine nine percent went to Lush for shorts. The way so. I the way I see what Wasn't they it 24. did. 9? It's it's well they sold nineteen point nine nine so there's an assumption that someone owns five percent and that's not Joe Short. Okay. <laughs> well, the the right. founders thing, the way I see what they did was they bought European distribution is what they did. I mean, there they sold European at the cost of the new independent so. label. That's uh, kind of going away. That you, have to, <laughs> that you have to pay for to get anyways. Yeah, it's kind of going away. Right. Um, so Jacob Hall is the founder of uh, Missouri-based Convergence Consulting. Uh, they advise cra- the their advisors of, of members of the craft beer beverage industry. Uh, they say that uh, almost no craft breweries have lowered prices as drastically as founders, uh, and the pricing is going to start changing the world of craft. And according, this article came from Forbes uh, that, you know, that founders main mission with Solid Gold was to reach new consumers. And I think it was that whole, um, you know, reaching those consumers where we're we're trying to get everybody off of Bud Light and Coors and Coors Light to come and and try, you know, a a craft yellow beer. Um, But, you know, that are willing to spend just a little bit extra money on you know quality a quality beverage um but obviously there's there's still a large segment that that can't finance, financially justify two dollars you know, this, this well the, the two dollars right but it's still two dollars that it's two dollars more that other people would consider you know craft beer you know people who i, I don't know what you know have that blanket statement of people who drink you so know, eight, cents and light, eight cents a can who, who, it's not even it's, right Eight cents a can. But I, I think for the most part that I think other people who look at craft beer, they look at craft beer as being a luxury beer. You know what I think it is? No, I think it's a habit beer is what it is. Because people have the habit of going into the grocery store, getting their 24-pack, while they're doing their aisles, grabbing everything they need, they grab that beer, and then they go home. Or they grab that beer because that's what they and their friends will drink because – you know, the issue is when you get a suitcase like you're talking about, you don't right. get a suitcase for yourself. You get it for you and the person you're with or the people you're with. You don't know me. <laughs> oh, my God. I know your wife. Don't so judge. I know she'd freak don't out judge. if you gave them a suitcase. <laughs> right. But the thought is, if I get a Bud Light or a Miller Light or a Coors Light, everyone's going to be okay with it. They've already had it before. They'll say that's fine. They might bitch if they're Miller people and it's a Bud or vice versa. But if you bring some suitcase home that nobody's familiar with, you're going out on a limb. The whole I'm cool because I'm drinking beer that you don't have heard of doesn't work in the macro people game. They think, oh, you're weird because you're doing that. Or so snotty. You're, you're drinking the craft now. 
Yeah. Oh, you're hoity toity. What are you, you leaving? You're fancy. Are you gonna leave during the hur? Or are you gonna leave during the hurricane? You're not just gonna hunker down with us. So, <laughs> I think it's the thought is, like, beer? there are like two to three different types of people that buy that beer, and it's because they go there once or twice a week, and that's just part of their thing. They keep a thirty pack in their fridge, mm-hmm. or a twenty four pack, and they chip away at it, and then they go back to the grocery store, like they get their cereal, milk, eggs, whatever. That's just part of their thing. Right. Cereal, milk, Miller Lite. Can I say something about the you, uh, no, the sixteen dollar fifteen packs that are coming out? And it's not just. Uh, who did you just mention? Founders, Founders. with the Aldi. Uh, 21st Amendment out of California is doing the same thing. There's a couple mm-hmm. other breweries that are canning, and um, they're like succumbing to that lower price of right. the macros. Now, they're going to move product. And again, like I was saying, volume is where when you sell a, like you ask a million people Nick, for a dollar, for you get a million dollars kind of thing. So the yeah. more you can actually produce mm-hmm. and sell, you can. Cut the profit, but make more profit ultimately. And that is kind of what's going on now, I see. Mm -hmm. Not just founders, but even in California. That's not, I don't think that's a good thing for the craft brewery. I mean, when we first started, when I first started, um, you know, you'd get some pressure from people for, hey, your price is just so high. Your price is so high. And, you know, I mean, I hated doing sales. I, I couldn't stand it. I'm so glad I'm back doing brewing now. Uh, when when the production plant was out, I was doing sales. And I go to somewhere, uh, a bar restaurant, and they're telling me, hey, I need to put it on special at 250 for a 38 pint or ounce, you know, big mug. You know, I said, well, no, that's not my beer. I don't need you to sell right. my beer that cheap. You need to drop the price. No, I'm selling it for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. These beers that, you know, that are dropping those prices, like all-day IPA, that's way worth more than a buck a can, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, but they're succumbing to the macro brew pricing and those customers who, mm-hmm. but I, I mean. mean is, is it that, well, that founders just, as founders, as big as founders is, could those just be treated, you know, like in retail and treated like as a loss leader? Yes, but I'm saying everybody's going to do it, though. We all have to do it. I mean, even the smaller places who are making less pennies per can are right. now going to have to. You're going to lose sales now. Yeah. The it, small it, craft breweries. Right. So it, it we sucks. have to cut price. Well, in, so in distro, you Again, would. why I got out of small package mm-hmm. distribution. But there's the, the breweries that aren't in that small package distro. Um, like, as, as I'm trying to think of it, like, they're they're not making it's it's the the mid tier mid to high tier the new hollands mm-hmm. the uh they're gonna I, would, I would even say dark horse yeah, i would arcadia. even say arcadia sure. yeah, these yeah, big yeah. these bigger atwater even mm-hmm. these bigger high volume but yeah. like those middle to low tiers and i'm talking transient. that was what, five or six six you just mentioned out of 360 yep breweries in michigan so they're that's gonna my have point. To do that's it. my Shorts point. will have to do it. They'll all survive. They're going to do great. Well, no, they're but. they're they're they can do it. They have yes. to do it. But as yes. a smaller, I don't expect those who are in distro, like say speciation 
or say Austin Bros mm-hmm. to have to do that to create that lost leader or to create that mm-hmm. light mm-hmm. logger low a low price entry. Right. Like I don't think they have to do that to stay within the market. Whereas I think the big guys have to because it's the only way to push their other products. Because we've all had they're over- directly competing with the AB. Correct. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. Whereas so Liberty Street, along. you know, obviously your your primary. Um, Competition is going to be, you know, every single brewery. But like when you dig deep into regards to who is your primary competition in regards to distribution, you're obviously going up against those low to mid tier because, at, you know, you're not going to lose share to founders. You're not going to lose oh, share to bells. Oh, au contraire. Yeah, I disagree I, with you I, as well. Yeah, I, that's, I, don't I guess that's my point. Our, our um, Eagle IPA session IPA was a direct not a I don't want to say it's competition directly against founders it was an alternative to founders but then founders dropped down to a buck a can and I'm a buck 70 a bottle you know what I mean it's, it takes away from, why, from where, your profits because and you everybody didn't hear wants a, to go for and the you didn't one. hear of me or the other small breweries so why would you buy Here's here's brands? Joe yelling at the radio at me except he's actually in studio now. I mean, I mean so, but, but I mean when you look at it it's almost a Walmart effect. Well well hold on hold yeah. on hold on let's the dollar let me, generation let me, of let craft me, beer. Like I can't do a lost leader. Oh, of, of course. Let me let me let me come I'm back. I'm sorry. Every case, try, every case I do, sold is lost. What you can do is you can do those one offs that breweries do like the Austin right. brothers. But they don't always get or boss tweed. Yeah, that's not which how we is, started. is now yeah. only three months a year. You can put that on the shelf to Seven. always get space. You get hype up for it and mm-hmm. then you cut it into seasonals. You need a social media person like We knew somebody. You, didn't, you need a cheerleader. <laughs> Every brewery needs a cheerleader and we've never been that brewery. We've always been the whole hey, we're quiet. We're gonna make great beer. You need to find out about us and come out here. We're not going to come out and tell you how awesome it is. You've got to. Well, that's what you're here for. I'm not saying our. Never mind. <laughs> our session IPA is better than the other one. <laughs> but it is. But it I ain't is. saying. But nobody knows, and it's twice as much, so they're not going to buy it. Well, the only way isn't, reason they'll find out is if they go to. Zatuna Liquor. No, he doesn't. <laughs> First oh, of distro. All, we just went through an entire <laughs> hour and a half of him saying he's done with distro, and that you know what? I, I can't even mute you. I'm not I gonna lie. Mute Matt. I'm not gonna lie. That was one of my toughest places to talking to Jack. Uh, oh boy. Well, I mean, we'll he's a well, great businessman. Oh yes, he I is. get yeah. it. He well, is guess, a great businessman. Can you could push the button to his? Wait, no, no, I don't no, have a button for no, his either. Over there, I'm independent. We can't mute mics. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so hold on, I, I want to I want to go back before we take a break uh, because I, I I understand where you're coming from, but I don't think bells and founders are gaining the ground. Whereas, in, in regards to production, they're not gaining. No, it's part of my point, but they are actually profiting. I mean, they're profitable doing what they're doing, is my point. But you're losing, and from from what I would think, what I see, obviously you lived it, I see it. There's two different perspectives. You, your wallet lived it. I just watched it from going to beer stores, going to draft houses, etc. When I, I expect you to feel, or not expect you to feel, I expect to feel that you lost your. Um, your shelf space, not to founders, not to Bells, no. but to Old Nation, to Drafting Table, to Oh, my Transient, God, name them. The list is a mile long. They, they, Austin yep. Brothers. They're mostly new- from Michigan. There's a few out-of-staters that push this out, too. Yeah. 
But it is exactly when Cigar what City you comes said. into town. New yep. Belgium. Well, you were who has the marketing? New Belgium was. You, New yeah, Belgium was right before you came. Distro. No, we were still doing distro. Really, we started distro right like a year and a half before that. Okay, yeah, that didn't help. It didn't last, but it didn't. No, it doesn't. Just kind of like Cigar City was none here of for Ballast Point didn't right. last. You know, Ballast Point hurt last. themselves. Shot none themselves of them out of state. Condes- none of them out of state last because we love Michigan beer. <clears throat> Yeah. So we do support our own here, thankfully. But that's that's the kind of what I was getting at is that that's where you were losing your your ground to was all mm-hmm. these the the ten new breweries that are trying to fight for yes. that that shelf space. Oh, and they came in with self distribution mm-hmm. with the new law change after I locked in with my distributor. So I I literally got leapfrogged, and this is what I told the guild that this new change that they pushed for didn't help me. Because I got leapfrogged in the market, mm-hmm. big time. Because, like I, I had mentioned earlier, let's say I sell a keg for a hundred bucks to the distributor, they sell it to the retailer right next door to me for hundred fifty. But then the brewery a mile and a half up the road sells it directly for hundred thirty bucks. They make a lot more money than I do, and why would they buy my beer at twenty five bucks more for twenty bucks more? Right. For instance, I mean, I'm just. Yeah, of course. Rounding it. So, I mean, I got leapfrogged also with the uh, with the law change on self-distro. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a number of factors. Mainly, it's the amount of brands that came out. Not just the amount of breweries, but throw four to eight brands per brewery now on the shelf. Right. Yeah, because when, when you go distro, you don't go one beer. You're going four, nah. five, six. Right. Nah. Nobody's. I mean, well, like, only, I, I would think only that, one of us has that home run hitter, the M forty three. Well, <laughs> yeah, and then there's so many variations of it. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to think, and the only helps. thing I could think of when a brewer went um, for distro that wasn't that big, and um, I know Baffin's going hard with their uh, um, mango, mango unchained. But mm-hmm. in regards to canning, like Sellerman's only went with two. They went with the Miel and the Austin Brothers went with like four or five. Did they? I thought it was like two. Yeah, they they went with four or five. They went with good. That's that's smart. Yeah, um, specify a brand that's working. Don't try to. Well, that's that's what Sellermans talked about when they when they talked to us in regards to going to distros. They're like, you know, these are the brands that we wanted to push out that was going to get our name out Mm -hmm. because they're not at a price to sell. They're a very expensive type of drink because obviously it's mead um, in comparison to beer. But they're trying to fight mead in a beer world. And as much as Bee Nectar does fine in the world, Trams has their own niche that everyone loves. Um, Sellerman's is really trying to attract that that Blake's <coughs> drinker, that Vandermill yeah. drinker, that sure. uh, well, Wicked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we saw. Or the, yeah, the Pete's or whatever, the Red yeah, Cider. I mean, yeah, whatever. we saw a lot of that at uh, Summer Beer Fest in Ypsilanti. How many people were coming up oh, goodness. to the Sellerman's booth? We were working the Sellerman's booth the entire brew- festival yep, asking I worked for Saturday those too. things, like the pineapple oh, cider, the Moscow Mule. Uh, oh. I mean, easily... and, but not, and then at, you know, on the flip side, you go to Cider Days, mm-hmm. you know, over in uh, Armada, and there they are. Or you just yeah. go to, to the Jimmy John's Beer Festival. Yes, over at uh, Utica, downtown at Jimmy Utica. John's Field. What's the date again? Before we go to break, October thirteenth, two thousand eighteen. Thirteenth, definitely get your tickets online. Check it out. We will be right back with the Better on Draft Podcast. And we are back, episode 146, Better on Draft Podcast. 
you know, I, I'd say it's a full studio. It kind of is. Kinda. It's uh, it's nice. It's uh, how have you guys liked the new studio, Joe? Well, oh. you were in the, you've been in the old one and the yeah. new one. So which which one do you prefer? The other one's nice. It's got a bunch of like uh, foamy, pokey things sticking out <laughs> at so it seems a little aggressive. This a one is gr- like, well, yeah, that green and black. Yeah, it's like yeah, mm. and with the you know the things that cut the noise. This one's really um, it's very laid back, comfortable. You know, I was worried that wearing no pants maybe my butt would like make squeaky noises on the leather <laughs> chairs, but. Oh, I forgot there's video. Never mind. There is video, it's so there is proof. Oh, and there's that, too. I mean, what uh, you guys really, it's uh, Well, we, we do get video in our old studio over in Royal Oak, which will still be there. We'll still be there every uh, every other week, every two weeks or something like that. Uh, but uh, this one, definitely, we have a professional, uh, a pro- very professional look here. A team. For sure. Oh, yeah. A team, yes. A- Annie and Ryan out the there. Back. They're yes. doing great over there. We appreciate them very much. As the great philosopher once his name is Which Barnabas one? Stinstonius. New is oh. always better than old. Give you some grape <laughs> scotch for sure. But we are in Music Town, Detroit. We are above Hockey Town Cafe. Uh, give There's us a, a little rush plug party there. going on. There is a rush party going on there. Nice. A lot of frat lives matter here. Frat uh, lives one of them just cheers to me as he walked by. Um, <laughs> cool. I didn't have anything to cheers back, so I'm uh, sorry. Oh, I, I, now this is a uh, dental fraternity. Dental fraternity, yes. Yes, it's a dental fraternity. So smile. <laughs> Say cheese. They might be working on your teeth at some point in the future. Oh, so, as always with segment three, it's time. It's five questions. We still need some music for this. Wait, he was doing the intro. I know. Oh, sorry. It's time <laughs> Hold on. For... Let's try that one more time. As always with segment three, it's five questions with Matt Bush. <laughs> That sounds aggressive. That's great. Sound like that a beer commercial. Awesome. We don't need no soundboard for that. Sound drop for that. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. All right. So dilly, question dilly. number one: dilly. geography. Geography. As usual. Per use. Per use. Um, I just saw this on uh, Google.com forward slash beer. Traces of a thirteen thousand year old beer was found in what country? Was it Israel, Turkey, Macedonia, or Syria? Ooh. If you have the answer, name it. You're part of the team. I'm just guessing Macedonia because that's like the cradle of life, and the reason that they even settled there was to brew beer, to grow grains and brew beer. That's how and I understand it. That's the most logical. How old was it? 13,000 years old. 13,000. But is beer that old, or is, is it Macedonia older? that old? <laughs> oh, it's Okay, like, and what's it's currently the today? Of life. It's the original. Well, yes, that's. Ish. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what they said? I mean, don't, don't get all sporkle on it and just like, you know, what present day country. Right. No, that's, that's definitely more like a Zodiac sporkle. thing, like uh. where you have an answer, but there's five other answers. <laughs> it's like this animal sleeps with their eyes open. Well, six people had the correct answer, but that's you not the one we were looking for. That's yeah, not the one we were looking I'll, for. I'm going to go with Joe's answer. So all right. Like we'll, we'll put all our eggs into Joe's basket. Macedonia. Yep. Well, Joe's thinking of Mesopotamia. Oh. So you guys are all wrong. Ah, the answer is Israel. 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 Thirteen thousand year old beer. Israel. How, how fitting it's Israel when we have a. Uh, in, by what? The way, wait, 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 just no. Wait, okay. I'll yeah, say yeah. It. Message me on the uh, on the all right, slide, so. slide into Nick's DMs, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> send me a DM. Uh, as long as if DM you're part of the tribe, the I'll write Nick Bagley. I'll, I'll keep saying mouth chef and export. So unless I really, really know it. So I know this is going to be fun for us. I just put on Google, what is the closest brewery to where we sit right now? 
Closest brewery to where we sit. Detroit. Oh. Traffic yeah. Jam? No, it, it'd either Detroit be Detroit Beer Co. or it'd be Founders. Yeah. Well, where's Founders? Ooh. Founders is basically because we're in Woodward Beer right now. Right you, yeah, D- Detroit Beer Co. is right on Broadway, but they're both like a block and a half, two blocks. I think Founders is a little further, so I I'll, think it's Detroit Beer Detroit Co. Beer Co. But like the thing is, is that he would ask that question for us to think Detroit Beer Co. Knowing full well it's Founders. Is that how he does? Ah, oh, I'm a I shyster. Know. I don't trust him. I don't trust <laughs> him at shyster. all. Um, Tricky. So from where we're sitting, from where we're sitting, I mean Detroit Beer Co is like a block away. Not exactly. Even. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I mean, go with we're, Detroit we're Beer Co. At Woodward, you go Woodward to Washington. I mean, it's stop it's, overthinking, it, guys. It's, it's right Detroit there. Beer it's Detroit Beer Co. Point three miles away. Yeah. Hey, all right. One so you two. have a mystery beer. You have a mystery, yes, beer. Okay. Have a mystery beer. Rob, the other way. I had to put the um, cup down. Three point eight. Three out of five. <laughs> pours a hazy amber with a oh. small creamy. Of white head that lasts a bit. Oh, Light lacing. I don't like this Smells one. mostly of sweet caramely malts and pine <laughs> and citrus. Sweet malts up front with citrus and pine. Fades into a semi-sweet finish in malts of re- resiny pine with l- that lingers. Oh, yeah. Medium body, medium carbonation, <laughs> smooth mouthfeel. Oh, yeah. Is the rate beer... Description of this I, I think they can get a close up, but I'll, I'll lift it up so that uh, whoever's in the Brian, uh, if you would. I don't see haze, but I I don't I don't see haze either, and the, I guess to me it it, it oh my god it, it smells like uh, it smells like a bottle of vanilla that was stuck I, in the gym. I don't even think in it's the, that. In the, no, I mean it's like there's this, like this slight hint of vanilla. But it's like somebody took the bottle of vanilla and left it in the locker room of Planet Fitness. Oh. <laughs> 383 out of 5. 3.83 out of 5. And let's, let's that, go over is the... Is that generous? A generous yeah. 3.8 out of 5? Well, I mean, it's, it's not bad. How it's, many it's, votes? It's a very they, they might have had it fresh. Bitter with the crisp. Um, what was the, the explanation again? Mm. Pours a hazy amber with get, a get small... Get into the mic. Uh, cool. Say again? Get into the get mic. Into the microphone. Oh. Pours a hazy amber with a small, creamy amount of head that lasts a bit late. Light lacing. Smells mostly of sweet, caramely malts, pine, and citrus. Sweet malts up front with citrus and pine. Fades into a semi-sweet finish that lingers. Medium body, medium carbonation, smooth mouthfeel. I think I got this. Sweet my. Obviously, our first question that's free. Is yeah. this a Michigan beer? It is. All right. Did you know that? Uh, so far, I'm so good on my. Uh, I thought that was one of the rules. my look. Well, it, it it's not a free. Qu- it's a free question. Well, it's a free question. So right. it's it's always like because he doesn't come out with it. So I have to make sure to remind him to give us the answer. So uh, if you're if you think you're that good, what do you think? Yeah, I'm curious. Can I get a free like just guess? Because I'm going like really deep on this sure, one. Sure, yeah. If you go, is this Founders Centennial? You are wrong. Damn. That's, that's that's an IPA, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. This is not. But but the IPA, their their Centennial IPA, even in comparison to Two Hearted, is not as bitter as Two Hearted. Oh, gosh, it's a little more crisp. It's a little like I I actually like Founders Centennial. Oh, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I'm gonna be really pissed if this is a beer that I like. But I'm guessing. I have no. This I. It's hard to drink. All right, so let's, let's get a geography question, and let's try to get it north or south of uh, 
North of what, 60, 96? 96? 96? No, no, not even 90. Well, I mean, we can go east, well, west. What, what, what about... The break off worked out pretty good, yes. Well, do you want to do... Well, do we do the that, or do we do the I-75 or do you do, or I, I would say west. 60. Or no, yeah, because I, I see what 60. Joe's talking about. Just like basically well, do like we, an we east, do north, south of 69. Because you guys pointed out Lansing is above Grand Rapids as well. So uh, in the last week's show, I'm yes. just saying... Hmm? Yes. So uh, let's go. Well, I, I think because the thing is that if it's not above, then we still have Land, Grand Rapids. Detroit. It's a lot. It's a lot yeah. to pick from. Yeah. So let's do. Um, is this brewery? Because I think I think we can definitely scoot a lot west of Lansing. It is question okay. one. It is west of Lansing. So we got Traverse City, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo. Dark Horse, Grand Haven. This is a can pour, right? Can? Uh, we have no. There's no indication. indication. That would that would cost a question. Right? That's, That's a can. It's a can. That's a can. That's a can. Right. It's a can. He's usually very He's, friendly with us. Generous, yeah. yeah you, well, usually you can see it sticking out of his pocket, but he doesn't really have right. big uh, pant pockets here. He's it's little... in my breast pocket. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> He's a little very restricted nice. now because he doesn't have the table to to, to put yeah, the beer I can't underneath. Hide it in my... Crotchal region. <laughs> Did you go like into the kitchen Gosh. to pour this, or no? I poured it right out there. <laughs> While we were all yeah, you, I, I boxed Ryan, him out. did you see what he poured? He no, says no. I, I boxed him out. <laughs> He's shaking his head over there. Oh, that's too funny. There's another camera. Is there? Is there a camera in there that we can go back mm. in the <laughs> There are cameras I, I, in there. I think he said no. There though. is that's another good to recording of it though. Um, I don't think it's always fully recording. So we know it's west. Um, so, Tastes like a pale ale ish ish style for the recipe. You know what's but funny it, is, but I, think I can't it's wait little, to play this for the person aged. that may have, yeah, a may little have bit. brewed this beer. <laughs> play this for the person that may have brewed this. Yeah, your beer. critiques Which and your now makes it sound like it's somebody who we've had on the show before. No, 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 no. No, I I know what brewery this is. Uh-oh. Do you? Ooh. You, I think Question you, number two. I is, think you buried it. Yeah? Question I, number two I, I is... I think you did it on accident. Okay. Because I think you... I don't, I don't want to ask this question because I... Well, I got the free one, so I'm, I'm fine. Because I think Centennial is a little darker, which I should have noticed. Mm. But this the taste. The taste was kind of on par. Question number two is... Straight Founders? All right. Question is not Founders. Okay. It's not Founders at all. Um, it's not Bells. Hot side? Um... I don't think it's odd side either. Um, I have a feeling this is going to be. Well, we got. We're west. This is question two. Yeah, we're west of Lansing. Yep. Um, so here we go. Is it south of Grand Rapids? So not including south. Hold on. Say that again in the microphone so, so everybody can hear not you. Including not Grand including Rapids. Grand Rapids. Is it south of Grand Rapids? South of Grand Rapids. So south Ooh. of, let's say, I, or M6? South of the city of Grand Rapids. It is. Okay. So I feel like this is Latitude 40, 42 Party at the Moon Tower. No. Don't tell me that. Hold on a second. Don't tell me that. I've only had it before in-house there, so. I think it's warmer than I than I'm used to it. If, if it is that, so that, that's what would really throw me off. So the reason I say that is because Party at the Moon Tower actually sells really well to the PBR crowd, and because I'm enjoying it. 
it's not that double IPA bitter AF type drink. Um, I mean, it's a can. Right. Who cans south of Grand Rapids? Me. Latitude 42, 42. cans. You know what? Odd side, well, Oddside does now. But Oddside's south uh, of Grand Rapids. Uh, you know what? I'm going to change my Oddside mind. I think I'm going to go with, with Ken on this one. Party at the Moon Tower. Oddside's what? Outside is north of Grand Rapids. I don't think outside is north. Uh, Grand Rapids and, I mean, is north, uh, Grand Rapids is south of Grand Haven. I'm not used to smelling Party at the Moon Tower. I'm usually just I just crack just the can drinking it, just drink it from there. Yeah, I mean it's a good it's a good beer. Right. I think for for me right now, I mean our is choices just, are literally our choices are going to be Latitude 42 or Oddside because those are the only two that make cans that he would get because I know it's not transient. It's not hazy enough to be transient. I'm going um, to say it's a pretty cool they do. Greenbush is all bottles. Yeah. Tapestry. Ooh, but I don't know what tapestry makes that's Ta- like this. Tapestry, as far as I've seen, has always been bottles. All right. So let's. Uh, sorry, guys. Question number three. Is this a Latitude 42 beer? C. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Should we go with our with your guess? So it's it's Latitude 42. I don't know for sure if it's Party at the Moon Tower, but that was my first inclination once he said alright is this party at the moon four. tower it's cosmic charlie cosmic no, charlie. No, charlie no way damn it no he the, had a no question we only have three. Uh, oh, man. oh I thought it was five questions but no, well, no he asked really us five wow. questions okay, right. we only get three for question three three choices okay I, I think for yeah, like I said, for me, I think it's just ah. warmer than what I'm used to drinking. So when I met Chris at Zatuna, he said, "Take this and make Ken drink." This is actually um, only five hour old uh, party at the Moon Tower, so this is wow. about as fresh as it gets. Wait, so it was party at the Moon Tower? Yeah, I yeah, he said it was. He, yeah. sure said. I thought he said it was Cosmic. Charlie. I know, and then, yeah, and then he jerk, broke. jerking your chain. Oh, oh yeah. god damn it! <laughs> I said to Chris, you know, Ken doesn't drink IPAs. He's like, yeah, we'll just figure a way out. So I just figure a way out. It's like torturing Ken. All right. It's like it's too strong for me. I I think I prefer just like. All right. So before before we continue, I have with plums from uh, no, we're not with plums. Dragon meat under the kilt. We heavy barrel aged in Valentine uh, whiskey. Ooh. So who would like it? <laughs> Pass it around. A glass. Barrel agent, uh, give it to me. That, that, I've got a glass, it. so I'm good to go. Make sure Joe's can get some. Uh, yeah, I don't I, think I, Matt cares. I don't have a glass, so make sure everyone else gets theirs first. Well, you have the just slam the party at the moon time. I'm right? not. I know. So, uh, question number four. Yep. Um, I'm curious what hops are in. The, and let me see the can while you're shocking news in Detroit today. Henrik Zetterberg Hank, has gone. Is has he on the retired. wall over there? I don't, I don't think, think so. he is. No. Henrik Zetterberg has retired from the Red Wings. Uh, there have only been like seven captains in Detroit Red Wing history. Yes. Yeah. Which I, th- I believe is the fewest of all NHL teams. So besides, you know, I guess from the original six, because Lord knows the Phoenix Coyotes don't have that many captains. <laughs> so, Rob, I know this isn't really your forte. Wow. Um, he, said, he said he hadn't seen hockey in two years when we spoke. Are, are you telling us to name the captains? Who do you think is the next captain of the Detroit Red Wings? Oh, okay, oh, personal. I couldn't oh. name one player. Larkin? Sorry to say. I was going to say, it goes back to your boy who you wanted traded two years ago. I say it's got to go to Dylan Larkin. I think that's only the, the only consistent yeah. person You're on all the wrong. team. What? We're all the wrong. answer is Justin Abdicator. Abs. Oh. Abby. 
Number eight, Michigan State product from Muskegon. Go green. Shit, how many years does he have left, though? Not many, He's right? like 27 or 28. Are you kidding? Yeah, he's a young guy. He's a youngie. I can't believe I've young heard guy. of him, and he's young. Yeah. I mean, the only other place to be, other guy would be Jimmy Howard. Jimmy, how they won't, and they won't put a C. He's you know how much you you hate. But, well, Jimmy. They, they make they may give Jimmy yeah, an well, A, well, but they wait, won't give him a that C. That actually brings an interesting question. I don't want to get too sidetracked because we still got one more question on five questions. How many actual NHL captains are goalies? Currently, Zero, not currently, currently. but Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh. Martin Brodeur. Mark, that's it. Probably. That I can think of off the top of my head, but I don't even think there. How were many franchise captains. goalies can you think of? I don't huh? think they were ever captain yeah, captains. Yeah, they were. I think they were alternates. No, they I were. They... I I promise you, both of them were captains. Patrick Waugh. Well, I know I'll, 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 well, I'll find. Patrick Waugh was a captain prior to Joe Sackick, I believe, and Martin Brodeur was one before Scott Stevens. I'll find out. We, okay, we maybe got... I'm wrong. In NHL history, there have been six goaltenders who served as official team captains. Go ahead, read them. Um, we have wow. Um. John Ross Roach from the Toronto St. Patrick's in the 1924-1925 season. George Hainsworth from the Canadians, 1932-33. Roy Warders from the New York Americans, 1932-33 season. It's Wa Reuters. Alex Connell from the Ottawa Senators from that same season. Charlie Gardner from the Chicago Blackhawks, 33-34 season. And Bill Dernan from the Canadians, so latter half of 47-48. So never, basically. Mm-hmm. So, not since 1948. Not been... since 48. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, okay, I, I well, know that and were... here's the reason why. Prior to the 48-49 season, the NHL made a rules change prohibiting goaltenders from being captains or alternate captains. This was in response to complaints from opponents of the Montreal Canadiens who complained that Dernan, that would be Bill Dernan, uh, left his crease to argue with the referee at strategic points during games, resulting in unscheduled timeouts, which is now referred to as the Dernan rule. I can see where that can be manipulated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay. they, they did talk about a couple of other yeah, scenarios, like Roberto Luongo in the 08, 09, 09, 010, and 10 seasons. Um, there's a Japanese goaltender in the Asia League. Okay, we're Asia League. Track. Yeah, all right. So, <laughs> so as a, as a white boy with angst growing up in Warren, Eminem was what I listened to. Um, he recently, Gosh. as of Thursday, I believe, put out an album. Kamikaze. Surprise! Um, so, in all of your individual worlds, what band, group, or artist would you most like to see put out an album? Like it, a new album? Yeah, a new album. Like if. What artist would you just like fawn over if you heard they put out an album tomorrow? Like you wouldn't oh, leave your house. All you do is listen to the same album over and over. Because there, there's two different theories. Is is it a band that hasn't put out an album that like you want to put out new music, like or Tool. is it just someone who, <laughs> someone who you just love their music so much that you just want to hear more music from them? I want it to be like someone like if you heard tomorrow that. X put out an album. You wouldn't leave your Is house. Is he going to give it to me? X going to give it to you. <laughs> Come on, Earl. Wait, alive or dead? Uh, let's keep it alive. Like, Shit. realistic. I know. That throws so, so many different options out of there. It kills it. I mean, for me, like, the one the one band that I want to see, like, realistic, that I'd love to see again and I want to see make m- new music would be Phoenix TX. I don't know what that means. Oh, my gosh. It's a, like... Sub progressive pop punk band from yeah. the early 2000s. Even, they were hot for like a hot minute. 
They they had one song. They, what was that one song? Uh, All my fault. I've never heard of it. Rob, <laughs> did I do that? That one song. Um, one easily. Band. I mean, and uh, I mean, for the most part, they are still together. I mean, for me, it, it's still, you know, head in the heart. Still one of my one of my favorite bands of all time. It's got to be Foo Fighters. They just put out an album called Concrete and Gold. Yeah, that was like a year ago. That was yeah, in October. Yeah, you go to the con- you want to go to in September? No, you don't want to go. I, I I don't know how you act during concerts. Oh, wow. Okay, fine. Damn. I'll send you. I'll send you photographs. Damn, son. He might push you right into the mic. He, he'll, right. he'll send you some Nick? Snapchats that you. I haven't been. I haven't been in a pit in a long. long I've never time. been to a footage concert. So. Oh, you enjoy. So, so I've never been to any of their concerts. I don't even know if they Smash even come. Off. Shut up. <laughs> they just put out an acoustic album. Well, good for them. Wow. Um, it has to be like my favorite album. If they release it, they just released an album this year, but it has to be like my all time favorite album, <sighs> The Prodigy. If they made another album similar to Fat of the Land, I would, oh, I would buy geez. that. Do, do I have a, a well, cover of Firestarter for you? Just a so cover from, of Firestarter? Yes. Like I'm a big You're gonna Chris Cornell fan, the uh, Soundgarden kind of thing, but that can't happen. <sighs> But uh, oh, I'm sad now. Jellyfish Ooh. was a band that I saw down here at St. Andrews for the first time and fell in love with them. They immediately broke up right after. So. <laughs> after that, sh- after that one show. So besides yeah, them, I would like put out, I would put out later. one or two. Yeah. I don't think one, I don't think Hootie would ever oh, reunite. Yeah. <laughs> Hootie. But I think I think Scott. Needs oh, that to guy. Back. So I would say the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Boston. Oh. Wow. I would love to see a reimagination of. I know I cut them from our intro, but I would love to see <laughs> a high energy big band with like a with like a Fred Durst rap rock in front. Ooh, nice. <laughs> can we mute his mic for instituting Fred Lim- Durst into Lim- this? Are they, are they that, going to do it your way, uh, your way, uh, or the I highway? Think, yeah, is it Pineapple or is it uh, wait, Limp Biscuits coming to town? Yeah, two weeks from now, uh, yeah, 29th uh, at Pine Up. Limp Biscuits, the only reason I've ever had a seizure, is like honest some kind to God. Of, uh, got the flashing yeah. lights and stuff, or what? It's like some kind of self-healing Or did you stop drinking so, for a couple days? So, no, so this was my 12th right. birthday. We'll, we'll, we'll anecdote this real quick. I'm watching MTV's That's Napster it. free concert, oh, cool. and it's Limp Biscuit playing, and watching that gave me a seizure, my one and only seizure I've ever had in my oh, life. Oh, here we go. I oh. found it. It's the self-help festival this is at uh freedom hill amphitheater limp biscuit asking alexandria suicidal tendencies uh bear tooth denzel curry nothing more turnstile knock loose and silar i i did first were you are you speaking (laughs) (laughs) apparently because you've heard of like none of these bands nobody has i know i've heard of them the only people who know those bands are their mothers no i've i've heard of silar i've heard of nothing more i've heard of bear says the guy who watches japanese pro wrestling You know, the thing yeah, is, is that these are bands that you're never going to hear when you go to Zatuna Liquor over in Rochester Hills. <laughs> Damn right. You're going to hear Jack talk, but you're not going to hear Beartooth and Beartooth. S- 
reach for the Siler. Right. Siler. Um, that sounds like music I would hear. Reach around. Like, I think it was like reach a around. Hayride up near Brown Iron Brew House. They're, they're played a lot on uh, Sirius XM Octane, which is like the current hard well, we got to pay channel. for it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I paid for it. So that's going to do it for us. Better on Draft 146. <laughs> music Joe, Town Studios. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. Plenty thank of you. great yeah. beer. Go check them out over in uh, on Liberty Street in Plymouth. The Old yep. Village. Old Village. Old Village. Village in Plymouth. Hidden. All right, let's see if I can do this correct. No matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. Right. Have a good night. Peace.